a first round pick out of college, if you're using a tennis racket, the tennis racket isn't gonna like break. You know, it's like a sturdy. Yeah, it's like that that thick. Do you think you could get a hit? I think that if I could swing a pitch back that had a, the surface area of a tennis racket, I could absolutely hit like a uh, a first like a a second round pick. Second round, but like pick. not okay. Maybe he pitched a little bit in college, but he's not like fully through the farm system yet because okay. at that point he'll be d- too developed, you know. But he's just like he he's kind of just he's kind of just raw speed. <laughs> he's kind of raw speed. He's still kind of raw. So I think I could yeah. get I could okay. I could put racket to ball. <laughs> so you think even with speed, speed. This guy's throwing heat, and you think you can hit it more than the guy that's kind of painting and yeah, because the guy that's the guy that's the guy that's painting is also he's got a developed breaking ball which I can't read, um, and he's you know and he and he's doing <laughs> stuff like I'm imagining the guy who's painting the corners and stuff is doing stuff like brushing me back off the plate, and you know I'm getting scared, you know I'm getting scared immediately, yeah. So I just need I need a I need a young you I need a young hit. buck who says you know what. I'm going to blow it right by you, and I'm going to say, guess what? I got that pitch back tennis racket stick, and I'm going to knock it right back at you. <laughs> Dinger. Anyway, so that's enough of this episode. No. Thanks for I, listening, I, folks. I believe in you. That's all the time we have today, folks. <laughs> um, you know from that conversation, you're listening to Untitled NBA Pod. <laughs> Um, welcome back to another week. We have an insane. We have two podcasts worth of stuff to get to. Yeah, this is a lot. At least two. Yeah. Um. Let's let's. We need to before we're, we're going to get into trades. Obviously, before we do that, we need to give props to uh the king. I'll the say the king of kings. I'm not going to say. I shan't say the goat. I shan't. <laughs> Man. Um. What a beautiful game. What a beautiful moment. Passing Kareem, all-time scoring. Um, was that Monday? Was that right after we recorded? It was a week ago. It was a today. Tuesday. It was Tuesday. a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful. I'll never forget that day, even though I just did. It was wild to see. <laughs> um, they did take a 10-minute break, which some people were bitching about. I thought was well-deserved. But uh, Bron, famous famous F-bomb. One of the most famous F-bombs, I think, in the history of speeches, yeah. probably. That was Pretty definitely one of the silliest parts of that whole, of that whole yeah. adventure. I thought it was just so real, honestly. I haven't really heard too much kind of backlash on it of like, oh, there's kids watching, which I thought I would. Um, Skip very gently said, like, could have done without yeah. the F-bomb, but he was instantly back going, like, you know, it's a huge moment, like, yeah. caught off guard. Um, what do you guys think? What was your takeaway? Go ahead, man. <sighs> uh, man, it was just, I mean, even though I was watching it, I was streaming it, you know, from my, from my place on my couch, like it was still one of those moments where it, it brings up similar feelings to like in, in some, and I don't want to, I'm not bringing this up to like, call, to, to do the comparison or anything, but just like to, to how I felt watching the last dance a little bit where like, uh-huh. You're just you're just cognizant of like you're you're taking in information. You're witnessing greatness. You're you're yeah. witnessing a, a person doing something that was previously thought undoable, and and that I don't know. It just it just sends chills down your spine. It, it's just like it's one of those moments in sports that crosses over from sports into just a, a broader conversation about 
what it means to be a person doing stuff in the world. And I think that's achievement. Yeah. yeah, And that, and that's what, and that's what, that's what got me and just seeing him be emotional and just like, just, you know, imagining being in those shoes and like, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's just an unbelievable story. You've got a magical hit list so far with Pujols happening to be in your town, yeah, <laughs> uh, hitting that against the Dodgers, and then friggin' Braun being on your team. Um, I'm crushing it, dude. Yeah, very, very well. There's a little there's some L.A. magic right now. Absolutely, L.A.'s on fire right now. Uh, beer, beer. What were your thoughts on on Braun breaking the record? Um, insane. Like I watched the dude my whole life, pretty much my whole ba- basketball watching life, and. I, he just never thought he'd do that. Like there's yep. just never until, you know, a couple of years ago or so, you just sure. never could have imagined he would have anyone really, but he, right. him breaking it. Cause he's not, you know, whatever people say, not a scorer. Sure. Just insane. It really just is like a big moment. Yeah. Pretty absolutely. historic. Just, just phenomenal. And, and like I, the thing I come back to is that first, Sports Illustrated cover of the chosen one and going like, yeah. how unfair is it to do that to a child? And then how jaw dropping, mind blowing is it that he really did live up to and basically exceed yeah. that the expectations, the unbelievably high expectations that were set for him. Um, I think LeBron, that's your king. Th- that's one of the things that that mm-hmm. gets me all like emotional about it is just like. The uh, imagining, you know, you're like 17 years old and they're basically basically the world is setting you up for failure. The yes, world is yeah. se- is setting you up to disappoint. Sure. I- impossibly high standards. It, it's like it. it's like it's, it's like fiction. It's like a superhero movie. It's yes. like where, where else do you set up a human person for impossibly high standards that they could never, ever achieve? And then they totally. just yeah. do it. And if not, they do it, and if not, exceed your expectations. And they do it while never really being in trouble, like, in in terms of, like, you know, being a public-facing ambassador of this, of a league and of a sport, and never really getting mired in any kind of controversy. And just, like, like off the court, it's just, it's just unbelievable all around. And those people would be so happy to have just chewed him up and spit him out and gone like, oh, you know, if he had a Kwame Brown career going like, oh, yeah. well, we were wrong. That guy sucks and just kick him to the curb. Like, you know, it's a fickle world and we're happy to consume yeah, hate, and how, hate media or support media. <laughs> like, how many of those stories are there out there? There's, there's Yeah, of course. Everyone. It's, it's everyone else. It's everyone that's not him. He's spent so much time churning in the in the filth machine of the public eye and spectacle. And he's like kept his head above water for decades and not just like, not just like I made it through alive, but like stands on the other end of it, like a truly one of a kind, powerful figure in his community and in the sports world outside Mm -hmm. of the sports world. He's just sending like a zip code of kids to college, like (laughs) just a, a truly like set a new standard for, for, I, greatness, I guess. I, there's, there's hard to put any other words to it. I do think he's like a reverse Batman or something. Where like, <laughs> rather than going like, I'm gonna go do good things, but I'm gonna create this other identity, and then people will be like, who, 
who is it? It's like the world made you Batman when you were 16. And then it's like, okay, we made you Batman. You better go save the world. And you're like, figure it out. I'm in high school. And then you do. And then you just do save the world. (laughs) They're like, okay, thanks. I I think it's going to be hard to, it's going to be one of those things too, that you have to, we're going to have to step back from in, in like 10 years and just continue, you know, every 10 years and just continue to look at it in context, I think to get the full effect of it, because, you know, like you, like he, he even said, and everyone said like, nobody ever thought this, this record would be broken. Like no one ever Mm -hmm. thought that it should be broken. I mean, it's not even that old of a sport, but like considering the record had been held for most of the sport's existence for like 38 years and it's only been around for 76 years. (laughs) Like, It just, it just in so many different ways wasn't supposed to happen. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Any more thoughts before we kind of jump into, just jump into to, the rest of the world? Just to touch on the like expectations thing from him being on that cover with those expectations yep. at like 15 or 16 or whatever. It is just unbelievable. And I, I, I want to, I can't remember the story specifically, but there's a story out there that was that. LeBron was running a pickup game like at gym with some pro players or like Rucker Park or something like that. I don't even know uh-huh. if it was in Cleveland. Um, but at like 15 or 16, they were saying that he was just like outplaying every, these pros, those these like current pros. And he's like, they, this guy could go to the league at like 16, 15, something like that. And that's just insane. And he never stopped. Yep. It's, it's <laughs> just Ridiculous. unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Again, cheers. Uh, nobody does it like him. And uh, here's to here's to 20 more years in the league. I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Here's to 20 more years uh, as a Laker, more importantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Mike, do you want to talk about the... In the same kind of context as the scoring record, AD and how he uh, kind of behaved during it. And also, he has deleted his instagram as of oh, today what's your what's your laker laker fan take on yeah. ad being the only person in the arena to be sitting down when that happened uh what what what's your thoughts my laker fan take was i mean okay when watching the game my my heart was just like fully agreeing with van gundy who was just basically clowning ad for not showing up the whole game like yes he was yeah, just yes. not a factor in the game at all and van gunny was just like dude like what are you doing like you still have to win the game and play the game so like i don't know i thought that was weird and then it, it, it kind of brought up for me like okay maybe it's a situation where ad only shines when he's like when it's clear that he's like asked to shine or like he only becomes like that dude when it is when all of the context says like, mm-hmm. Hey, it's time for you to be that dude. There's no other option. Then he's like, okay, I'll do it. But maybe it's just like in, because it was so clearly LeBron's night, he was like, okay, I don't have to be that dude. So I'm not going to be, which is like, you know, I don't know. And then they said it was because, you know, he, he said like, oh, I was just bummed that we were losing. And like, I was, you know, caught up in that and whatever. And like, I, you know, I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt that it was, that it's you know he was just like down on the fact that they're losing because they're they lost to the Thunder which is stupid. Nah. Um, You're getting a lot of shaking heads on this end. A lot of shaking heads over here. <laughs> but they shouldn't have like what should have happened on that historic of a night is they should have won. 
and AD should have been a major contribution and factor to that win. Um, mm-hmm. Whether or not he like took it personally or like he's jealous or something, like you know, I don't know. I can't. I I can't really speak to what's in his heart, but I can speak to the fact that he did not. He didn't show up for whatever reason. Yes, yeah. undeniable. And he had another game. What was that we watched the other night? He went like four for nineteen or something yeah, crazy brutal. like that. Um, he's just been struggling, so he might be just with the deleting the Instagram. I, he might be looking at a yeah. West Coast Benny Sims. You had the you had the best take on the sitting down <laughs> thing though, um, um, which was I think just being frustrated that you're not out there on the court. Oh yeah, he wanted to be time. out there with Bron, and I think that's acceptable. It's it. st- I mean that's a good logical answer. I th- I still think it's unacceptable to to have that body language as a yeah. teammate when your teammate is doing I something mind blowing and never. Th- thought possible there's one camera angle of him sitting on the bench where you can see the teammates standing up like yeah. as bronze dribbling you know uh-huh. they're like oh he's gonna fucking hit it there, that angle looks like ad can't see the ball go into the hoop and it's like gotcha. you're he's ruining yeah. his own moment if yeah, he can't 100%. see that goes. like you don't want to see right. I bet the other people on the team other team were like you know this is history yes win but this is still cool to see yeah it's one of those things where <laughs> it's, it's like, like Fans of the other team, other the, yeah, the players on the other team are all like excited about this, and he seemed like the least interested guy in just the odd. arena, which is. And I, weird I will say like odd. something to to give him a little bit more benefit of the doubt, like something Shannon said too, was just like talking about how literally everything is on camera televised True. now. Like you can't you cannot do anything yeah. outside of your own bedroom in your own home basically without it being all over the entire internet for the world I, to see I so i would say all the more reason to don't to not draw attention to yourself right with these or just like even narratives like, that we're doing <laughs> like what shannon said too was like dude just or i mean like to, to something that he said to that effect I, i'm like yo ad like even if you're super bummed or down in that moment or whatever just like fake a smile you know yep, like yeah stand, totally. like just just you know be go into pr mode or something like sure i don't know yeah, well, I, I I'm glad you brought that up because I think that needed to be we needed to yeah. acknowledge that too. Best I of think luck to him. Ad needed to know story. how we felt about it. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully he figures out whatever. It I is. would Instagram DM this app to him, but yeah. uh, <laughs> not possible now. <laughs> um, and he would have responded if he had not just deleted. <laughs> so let's talk. We last pod we were able to discuss pretty heavily uh, Kyrie yeah. to the Mavs. That is yeah. that is cool. Did anything? Uh, did anything else interesting in the league happen after Kyrie got traded? After that, there were no other trades. <laughs> um, it is truly it's like pretty jaw dropping. <laughs> I'm going to try to rip through just the highlights because, like you know, the, he yeah. traded Deadman, Dwayne Deadman for to the cash Spurs for cash. Like yeah. that's not. We don't really Who need cares? to dive into those. It was only a hundred and ten thousand dollars. Brutal. <laughs> it sucks to see a valuation on your name yeah. that's that low. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. That's savage. I will say before you rip the highlights, I just want to say I I have like a list of notes in my in my phone notes, and at some point I. At some point, it just says, just see ESPN app LMAO. Because <laughs> <laughs> I gave up. I just gave I, up. I feel you on that. So I this is the way I'm thinking we should do it. I'm going to run through these chronologically. If you guys have thoughts on them, we'll, mm. we can kind of pull aside and, and, okay. and yeah. talk. Yeah, or we, could, or we could do sort of like a rate the trade if you guys want. Just, just kind of quick fire thoughts, I okay. guess. Um, and we're going in chronological order, so I'll try to skip the dumbest ones. This one might 
not really be worth mentioning, but I think he has been um, looking like a different caliber player than previously. Jacob Pirtle, uh Raptors mm. grabbed him from the Spurs. Uh, He's solid. Spurs grabbed uh, got Kem Birch, uh, two second round picks and a 2024 first round pick mm-hmm. for Pirtle. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. decent valuation, and I think yeah. the Raptors will benefit from that. Yeah, I like that for honestly both. Yeah, yeah, I bad. think it helps them helps them. Both. I like Pirtle. That dude's good. Um, He's solid. I think maybe where it's early on, but we're going chronologically. I think maybe the best trade of the season for for the one specific team um the lakers trading uh russ to the jazz <laughs> in this three-team deal let's break it down mm-hmm. the lakers received d'angelo russell malik beasley and jared vanderbilt nice night and day difference from That's good both stuff front and backcourt now timberwolves get yep. mike conley uh alexander That's walker good. um three second round picks one from the lakers two from the jazz the Jazz get Russ, uh, who's likely to be, you know, bought Shipped, out, yeah. uh, sent somewhere else. Uh, Juan Toscano, Anderson, Damian Jones, and a 27 first from the Lakers. Um, yes. Thoughts on this mastermind? And are we ready to say, Polinka, we're sorry? <laughs> <laughs> no. First off, I'll never apologize to Rob Polinka ever. Love it. Okay. Um. He, anyway, that's, that's a... That's for not understanding basic three point shooting percentage for for <laughs> until, sixty games until last okay? week. <laughs> until last week, um, but okay. On this front, I do want to say I I do want to kind of like everything looks good on paper. I do kind of want to hold off judgment just just because of the fact that. Like I turned on just the highlights. They've only played a couple games together. This new sure. squad, and I, I watched like just a highlight recap of of a game, and I was like, I just don't know this team. I don't know who these guys. Like I don't know this team. Like this is just sure. a literally a different basketball team, yeah. which is fine. But like I need you know I need to to watch them play together a little bit and and see what they're like in rhythm. I mean, we saw Hachimura a little bit before these other guys you know got here. I'm uh-huh. definitely excited about where it could go. But also, you know, we need we need LeBron uh, to be obviously on the court, and we need AD to yeah. to want to yes. show up. Um, sure. And then maybe you know maybe I'll buy Rob Palenka a cup of coffee. Sure. First game they were together, I believe we watched it. Beard the Lakers played the Warriors and beat them mm-hmm. by six. Um, <clears throat> at this point, not necessarily the most formidable unit with with Steph out. But uh, still, nonetheless, it's cool to cool to have that. And then got uh, beat by the Blazers yesterday. But I, I do want to say I'm yeah. I was really like I I under, like obviously it is the correct thing to do. Uh-huh. But I really wanted that story arc to finish of Russ winning Six Man of the Year on the Lakers. After Very true. Just I didn't being think roasted. about that. Like I wanted that so much. And like yes. obviously, when faced with the option of like. Do we move? We move Russ, and we make these deals. It's like, yeah, okay. Obviously, we got to make these deals. But that being said, I I was actually pretty yeah. bummed to see Russ go. I considering where that, that storyline was headed. That's, That's a good point. totally true. Didn't think about that till till right now. Um, would have been such a fun little storybook ending for a for a Hollywood man. Um, but D'Angelo Russell, man. I mean, it's if nice. you if you're trading Russell for Russell, one of them clearly yeah. will will help LeBron. Um, 
just yeah. miles better. A uh, quick little stat here for uh, D'Angelo Russell. He's hitting 38.5% of his catch and fire triples and 394 of his off the dribble threes and has uh, just uh-huh. been a monster. Nobody on the Lakers is averaging one or more pull-up jumper attempts and clearing an effective field goal percentage of 50, which is brutal. D'Lo's Jeez. effective field goal percentage on those looks is 533 Top eight among 73 players launching at least four shots per night there. That's from Ble- Bleacher Report. Uh, somebody emailed a spreadsheet to Rob Palenka and, and, and highlighted that <laughs> box. And then Rob was like, oh, those numbers are higher than the ones we have. <laughs> I, I It is kind of almost surprising to me the, the, the hate he's still getting from you, despite, in my move, like... <laughs> A very difficult walking through a minefield and coming out alive, and, and it's true. For and it. he had to, he probably had to pry that twenty-seven first-round pick out of Genie Bus's hands. Yes, so. exactly. Oh yeah, met with a lot of resistance to try to make things better to salvage a relationship with arguably your greatest player ever. Um, so cheers to that. What What do you think um, as far as the Lakers specifically, or the other two? I mean, the T Wolves and Jazz, they. They changed their makeup as well. T-Wolves getting Conley, nice. Yes. Like that. Um, But great great job for the, the Lakers. Is it enough to really push them over the hill? I don't think so. Sure. But yeah, they're not a the best move they can shit. make. This is the best thing they yes, can do. Exactly. So very well it's done. It's a lot. It's I'll say it's a lot friggin' better than where it was uh, yes, two weeks yeah, ago. Yes. But there's it is still a very long road. The thing that gives me hope is... That um, you know, it's still a very crowded field in the West, but yes. like mm-hmm. we we need all these guys to figure out how to play together in the next twenty games, and Braun sure. and AD have to be at their best, sure, in yeah. order to to really really compete in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, I do agree with Shannon; they don't want to see Braun in the postseason. I still think right. that's true. Nobody right. wants to see him in the postseason with with all these new pieces. Um, maybe depending on you know how the next fifteen games go, I'll decide how I feel about Rob Palenka. Um, I do think it's funny that the jazz, at this point, the jazz and the Timberwolves are just trading the, each other, their entire rosters every season, <laughs> like, back and forth. <laughs> like with the Rudy Gobert that thing and just like all these now, like they're just yeah. like full swapping full rosters with each other <laughs> and not really just not, yeah. there's no net change. No, they're just both standing. Yeah. They're in. just like, <laughs> there's just like a pipeline between Salt Lake city and, and Minnesota. They're just, um, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's we we let's burn through these because we got thirty five more or something. Um, the Nuggets add Thomas Bryant in a four team trade. This one's a little more complex. I liked him too. Yeah, just, he was he yeah, was a cool him. he was a cool piece. He will be immortalized good. for asking for the ball in yeah, that, in that bronze, iconic bronze incredible shot. picture. Um, good pick. Another up. brilliant talent that the Lakers raise, who's going to yep. become a first team All NBA <laughs> player in like two seasons. Learning from Jokic as a backup center, very cool addition for the Nuggets to make them even scarier That's in the good West. Pickup. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. Lakers grab Mo Bamba, uh, yeah. Devon Reed, and a second rounder. Clippers get Bones Highland, which I think could be That's could nice. be cool for them. Um, had a little bit of a rocky introduction in L.A. I don't know if you guys saw Kawhi being not receptive to him, <laughs> just ignoring his. He was trying to get dapped up. Kind of a weird vibe He's to start. Such off. a weird guy. Yes, such sure. a weird guy. Um, and then finally, the Magic get Pat Bev. Uh, which sad to see, oh, him, sad broke to see him my go heart. Up, sure. yeah. That yeah. 
broke my heart almost as much as the, if not more than the Russ thing, because I yeah. was just falling in love. With I Pat know, Bev. man. I know. And we uh, should mention some of these people have are like getting released or waived. True. Because I think true. I think uh, Pat Bev yeah, got Pat bought Bev out or out. something. Um, uh, but so we won't the, mention everybody who has. Sure. I don't remember who. To the magic. So just to too, finish, come ma- on. the magic got Pat Bev, twenty-four yeah. second rounder from Denver, and then Cash from LA. Um, yes, I would say that sucks. Oh, the biggest thing in that to me, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of cool things. I do like Bones, and I love Thomas Bryant, but I think the Lakers losing Pat Bev is such a bummer because yeah. they just didn't have a ton of time to mesh. And I think Braun really messed with him, uh, really, really dug him. So tragic. Um, any other thoughts yeah. with that one? No. I mean, he we couldn't. Move. He couldn't shoot either, really. True. But yeah. That's not. That's. that's not I mean, why he, you get he, him. he could hit enough shots to like be to be productive in in certain key moments, but he wasn't like a lights out three point shooter, which again sure. is like you know he wasn't like Malik Beasley type of yeah. uh, percentage points from behind the arc. But again, that's not why you get Pat Bev. You get Pat Bev to because he's that dog. Yep. Hundred percent. He is that dog, and now he's <laughs> in in Orlando. Um, he's a he's a pit bull and an X ray type <laughs> type player. Um, next one is the Pistons getting James Wiseman, and this is maybe the most controversial or like this was the most fraught trade. Uh, yeah. This is the Gary Payton trade. So yeah. Pistons get James Wiseman. The Warriors are getting the glove, the son of the glove back. Um, and three conditional future second rounders from Atlanta. The Hawks get Sadiq Bay, which is pretty cool. Um, and the Trailblazers get the um, the runoff, the Knicks runoff, Kevin Knox, and five future <laughs> second rounders. Um, Gary Payton, I believe this officially went through, right? Yeah. The, so the Warriors are going to reevaluate him in a month. They're mm-hmm. going to do a bunch of extra tests, I think the, and they're pissed. Trying to get, get the... Trailblazers fine, yeah. yeah. which will probably happen. Should. I mean, omitting a ab- abdomen injury and just popping him with Toradol for a month is is not a cool move. Um, I do love the Warriors not getting cool. him back, though. I think that'll um, love that. I think that's just cool for their team. Love that for both of the, both both parties. Yeah, and Wiseman, maybe he gets a little more time to shine. The Pistons. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going to be a pretty heavy um, front court at this point, but a bunch of big boys. Uh, any any thoughts on that, Mike? Are you pissed? Uh, did did the Trailblazers cheat and lie? Um, I I don't have any interesting takes on that. I was thinking <laughs> about the I was thinking about the other Portland trade, which uh, hit very close to you. Oh yeah, your home. Sure, that's a great one. We're we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Let's okay. fire these off quick. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, so I I do think it's hard to not do that on pu- on purpose though. That's my only takeaway. Is going like, oh, you forgot to mention this. Like that seems like you're trying to pull a fast one. Oh yeah. Definitely. And um, if it, I mean, if it helps, if it helps the standings in the West, yeah, punish the shit out of the Blazers. Sure. <laughs> send them send them down to 14th rank. Um. Okay. So then we get uh, Eric Gordon. His prayers are answered. He's no longer on the dog shit Houston Rockets. Uh, Clippers. Got Eric Gordon, three future second rounders. The Rockets received John Wall, who is absolutely not going to play a game there. He demands to be bought out. Um, hated his time there and is not going to play for them again. John Wall, Danny Green, and a pick swap from the Clippers. And the Grizzlies get Luke Kennard, who, you know, maybe could maybe could help out on that on that pretty dominant team. But the Clippers did so much during yeah. this trade. Yeah, they really did. Getting Bones Island and Eric Gordon is is interesting. 
Are they? I better? was gonna say that is interesting. I don't know if it's John Wall is was not doing better? them any favors, so I don't. Well, John Wall wasn't doing anything, so I guess that's yeah, exactly. Why, so they got something. Why out did of, they out move of John Wall? Because he does, he doesn't play. <laughs> they have too many he, all injured all stars. Was he just injured? Is he just hurt right now? I don't think is he's been playing he's much. Been he's been playing? he's yeah. been efficient, I believe, when he was playing. But I didn't honestly didn't pay too much attention to his his time there. So they turned they turned a Kawhi, PG, and John Wall trio into just a bunch of other guys, basically. I Eric Gordon's definitely not in the John Wall territory, but I would no. take I would take modern day Eric Gordon and Bones over modern day John Wall. You know, but basically, I guess the Clippers just would need guys who can play in the yeah. games. They go for <laughs> they go for concern. they go for bench depth, and a lot a large part of that is because they need it because it's they're the deep. top of their bench. Their bench is <laughs> freaking Their bench goes moves. all the way down to San Diego. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so Clippers making big moves. That's that's definitely true. Any other thoughts on that? Nah. Um, cheers to Eric Gordon. Congrats on your freedom. Um, next move: the Sixers acquire. Jalen McDaniels, rest in peace, because yeah. um, he was looking like a fun a fun piece for the Hornets to develop. Sixers got him and a 24-second rounder from Charlotte and a 29-second rounder from Portland. The Hornets get C.V. McKaleuk, mm. good Lord, 23-second uh, <laughs> rounder from Philly, 27-second rounder from Portland. The Blazers grab Cam Reddish from us, which we were just absolutely wasting him. He's a talented guy he needs a chance uh my dumbass Knicks did nothing with him Matisse Thibel who's again pretty solid guy Ryan Archidiakno who will not be missed by New York uh 23 first rounder from us and then the Knicks received Josh Hart I uh I really love this I know you saw that that you probably saw that video when Brunson was at Villanova Yep. And then they, they told him, yeah, that was cool. He was there. Yeah. I didn't realize this till a couple of days later. He was there because they were retiring his jersey, yeah. which is which is cool. And then he just found out Josh Hart. And it, like the, the genuine excitement, not yeah. just like, oh, that's awesome. Just like very pumped to see his, his buddy. And again. someone in his crew showed him it. So it's like right. somebody knows how much he likes 100%. Josh Hart. Going like, they're oh, like, this is going to fire gonna him this. up. Yeah. You're totally right. That's, so That's cool. super cool. Also, really random, quick Villanova aside, NCAA women's basketball. Uh, Maddie Segrist for Villanova dropped off fifty piece. Oh, cheers! Jeez, oh, wow, very cool. Um, just a, a random thing that happened uh, this past week in in college hoops. Okay, Damn. go off queen. She gets she wins our go off queen. Yeah, that's award our go of off week. queen. You're our, our go off weekly queen go off queen award. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so any any other thoughts on that though? I I do think we watched a Knicks game where they oh. where they managed to not choke a a pretty. Well, they were down on the Nets at half, and they they came back and had a pretty solid win. Um, I think Hart oh, yeah. and Brunson looked beautiful together. Like mm-hmm. I think it was a the beginning of a of a fun, even more fun team. Brunson looking insane as usual. Yes. Uh, then Hart looking solid. Yeah. Randall looking. <laughs> uh, he's good. And then RJ. I just, I guess, no, RJ had guys, a, another tough one. Uh, he's my patience is wearing thin. Yeah. On him. But you guys have a solid team. Yeah. Brunson's Dude, as much as I like it, the the more that he plays, and as much as I hate to say it, like the better. You guys landing Brunson is looking. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I, I yeah. feel like at first I was like, yeah, they gave up. You know, there's a lot. There was a lot going out sure. to get Brunson in. Sure. <laughs> but I mean, damn, it, it's 
he's looking like he's going to become a New York a New York hero. Yeah, I think he's he's the. Uh, I'm going to say this way too early, and everyone's going to be mad at me. I think he's like a Carmelo caliber guy, where it's like in the blips of the radar of the Knicks not sucking, he will be one of those guys with where Knicks fans remember him, you know, fondly. Um, uh, he is leading the league right now this season in uh, clutch points. Um, I thought so, that yeah, was just making his making deer his and money fox. Worth. I had that as of last Thursday or something. So they might be neck and neck. Um, but we got to keep moving. Let's see. Uh, Clippers and Hornets trade. That's kind of cool. Clippers receive Mason Plumley. Yeah. Um, Hornets receive Reggie Jackson and a 28 second rounder. I think oh, Reggie's, yeah, I did see that one. Reggie's gone. And Reggie's already moved on. Yeah, I think so. And Mark Williams is now playing more minutes, which I love to see. That is cool. Um, does I make fun of Plumley a lot, but it sucks to see sure. him gone. He was he was really playing solidly, but what are the clips going to do with next Plumlee? man up? That's another good question. Plumlee and Zubats have such two, a similar like body type and yeah, and role. Two <laughs> big old white towers underneath. I think be, they're like two guys where I I do think Zubats is a little more athletic and probably more efficient, but um, I think they he, can. I think he is too. I have them both on my fantasy team. I oh, think nice. he literally is that. Yeah, but it's like you know they're both they're both pr- it's pretty much the same guy i was gonna say this is a they could do one of those like trick plays where you you swap them out in the middle of a possession and no one notices (laughs) (laughs) um okay arguably um since we already talked about Kyrie, this is probably going to be the biggest Uh uh, trade of the season um the suns land kevin friggin durant Mm -hmm. let me just run through this super quick and then we can explode about it and tj warren suns receive kevin durant (laughs) and tj warren Nets receive Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Juan Pablo Vallee. Um, I'm just going to say four first round, five first rounders and two second rounders from a bunch of different places. Who cares? Bucks get Jay Crowder. Uh, Pacers get George Hill, Ibaka, Jordan Nuora, uh, three second rounders and cash. And those uh, just a just. Just a side, a quick side. The the, the 23, 25, 27, and twenty nine picks are yes. unprotected picks as well. Oh yes, true. Oh damn, true. Um, yeah. So Nets are Nets are in rebuild mode, and they they do have a lot of they have they're, I think not in a negative way. They're the most mid team in the league right now. Like they have a lot okay. of pieces where it's like, yeah, yeah if you had an all star here, that these guys would all be elevated. This would be a Let solid me- team. Let me counter that narrative with a stat okay. that I saw on ESPN. I don't know if stuff has moved since I saw this. Sure. Like towards the end of last week, but it, I, this stuck out to me from an article, and I was like, I have to grab this. Uh, it was quote: "With the departures of Irving and Durant, Brooklyn does not have a player on its roster that is averaging at least twenty points this season. The Nets oh, wow. are the only wow. team in the NBA with that distinction. That don't have one." Damn. I remember early That's on in this bad. season, the the Knicks were one of the only teams that didn't have a twenty average guy, and now we have three, which is beautiful. But yeah, that's I mean that's sirens. That's sirens should be going off. But at the same time, the usage rate of all these other guys and the shot selection, the shot volume is going to skyrocket. So yeah, um, it's true. It's true. It is. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see Ben Simmons. I I guess be the guy technically on Oof. paper. That'll be hilarious. Um, Bucks getting Jay Crowder. That's cool. I, I'm glad I he's that. he's out of there. He, he he's kind of like I another love that Bobby Porter. He did the cryptic what Instagram or tweet or whatever. What oh was yeah, the, did you see that? Mike? Cut off the finger to save, save the hand. hand. <laughs> so we all 
I'll let you interpret that at home as 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 you will. I don't even really want to talk about the Pacers. Um, good luck yeah. to those guys. But let's <laughs> let's talk Suns. What what do we think about this? If it, I mean, the ceiling is fucking crazy high. Yep. Ceiling just, is a the ring. only question. Question is, are everybody going to stay healthy? Yep. And is everything going to mesh? Other than that, sure. Championship is yeah. the ceiling for them. This is now championship or bust. I think Vegas has these guys as the favorites now to win it all. Officially, just oh, overnight, basically. Um, I hate seeing him in a Suns jersey. Doesn't look right. Uh, it is bizarre to my eyes. It's mm-hmm. weird. I don't. It somehow in my mind, I feel like this is going to end up with Chris Paul getting done dirty. I feel like. Ooh. I I feel like he's going to come out the loser in this, and I can't really put my finger on it. But it just it felt like the Suns. That's a good. That's a good hunch. They were I don't willing know, to. I don't of, know exactly what that is either. They were willing to like sunset his career as sort of the guy, as the veteran, and hopefully get him with a, a ring with like a young Booker and Aiton. And now it sort of feels like uh, the kid growing too old for Woody and Toy Story and like tossing him in a box. Yeah, and so he's like, he's gonna get the bus bus rider label if they win. I that's that's the thing. And so they're so Ooh. okay. So picture this. This is what makes me so that's frustrated. A, okay, go. You have a Kevin Durant who has been told he can only win on a super team. He had mm-hmm. to join <laughs> Steph, and then you have Chris who gets shit for never having a ring. Yeah. And, you know, he would need a super team, I guess, arguably, to get his first one. This mm-hmm. makes both of those stupid Twitter arguments true, basically. This renders yeah. both of their rings illegitimate by a lot of casuals and idiots. And that really frustrates <laughs> so me. So it's just two people punching each other at the same time and they and both knocking get knocked each other out. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> but what I, what I do, what does excite me, I still do want, from a couple years ago when the Suns uh, lost to the Bucks. Uh-huh. In that NBA championship, I still am rooting for Chris to get his ring. Yes, yeah. totally. But I feel very complicated about it now that yeah. that KD is there. And to me, it, it will not invalidate it for either of them. No. I just am already rolling my eyes into oblivion at what people will say. But uh, I do. I I don't know if this is their year. It's pretty pretty a tall task to get your shit in order in, a lot you know, of after 20, the in 26 games or whatever 24 right, games right. like and Katie's, tough Katie's for still any not even teams. playing like he hasn't even been on a court in a yeah. while so book yeah. is just now getting back or about it's to be just sure. it doesn't seem like the right season for it but you know good luck so um, what's okay i saw this conversation happen on one of the shows but what's what's your timetable for this for in terms Sun's of chip or for what yeah, yeah, for yeah, basically for a son's for a son's ring. Like, do you give this? You give it this season? Do you give it uh, like riding out the rest of the season? Do you give it next season? Like, do you give it two seasons? Like, at what point are you like, if this doesn't go through, it's it's a waste. Let's say free. So we're freezing all trades, and we're saying this is the team as is, mm-hmm. like frozen yep. in time. How many years would this this team take? I want to see like Booker's contract first, or but like let's just say they're all on, you know. Infinite, infinite things and they're not getting traded and they're not adding anyone i think they could do it next season i i just think this it's too powerful and again you know barring injuries you get a lineup of cp book kd Aiden. yeah cp honestly is i'm gonna washed. say true he's facilitating I, the thing is like god's he still produces though he still produces a lot by you know like in the games that he yeah. plays he is prone to injury he he is like out kind of spotty and then he does have games where like it looks 
he just doesn't look like himself. Sure. But I'd say like he still he still has a high production value and if he quarterbacks and lets everybody like and just is becomes Yeah. really just a pure distributor that and would... he doesn't have to get you 16 18 points or whatever like maybe that also helps him I don't know preserve his energy too. I don't know. That would and should be his role in the in the near future is is facilitator and he's still, you know, he's he's an assist god. He's he's crazy. He's not the point god anymore and I think he's been pretty um I don't know, g- graceful in adjusting to that role and uh KD's just going to lift everyone up and free everybody, create some spacing. I do wish they still had Mikhail on there though. That would have been Yeah. That would have been a super but team, but if he, if he, I'm gonna say if they don't, I and this is a take I'm echoing from from somebody else I heard, but if they don't do it by next season, then it's already a, a bust. Sure, like it, that, that's the so that's the cap. that's the, the if, stakes, that's the expectations. If, if that's the case, then we have to call it a super team. You can't say a team. I'll, I'm I'm comfortable saying okay that. then yeah I, Booker that's fair. Booker CP and KD Aiton yeah and Aiton's Aiton. an All Star I believe yeah it's 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 you know, stacked not I mean a crazy I, there's one, but. there's you know you have you can have a Kyrie Luca one two punch and mm-hmm. those are you know arguably top five top ten players right now but is if Booker you in your that definition then I think he counts is Booker in that superstar category though yeah he. I mean, I wouldn't say if he, if superstar, he's but he's right there. He's a, superstar is like. I don't. I just don't think he's a superstar. You got Giannis's, LeBron's, like Steph's. I don't think Booker's in that tier. I think he's how right below it. How many it, but superstars are like allowed a, to be in a league? 20, 15? No, not twenty, not fifteen. Because superstar is like an I'm all-star, 10, all-star. 10. So uh, Booker 10 is, is like Booker's not a top ten. I would say even in my opinion, it's superstars. They're less than ten. Okay, well then, because yeah, it's just like have a all is like an all star, all star. It's sure. like the sure. guys. There should only be. Yeah, you know, uh, well, that, yeah, he's definitely maybe. not that. He's not yeah. top six, but um, I think you know the, what do we call a super team? The the oh eight Celtics were those guys all three of those guys top that, six? Like I I don't know. I th- I think uh, definitionally, I would I would say it's I a no brainer that that the Suns. Are a super team. I'll call it so. a super team, but it's not the same kind of super team as like what the Nets were supposed to yes, be. Yes, it's not a big Hardy, three. Katie it's not a big three. I want to see. It's not what, a big three, but it's a pretty big three. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to see what they do with the bench, and then sure, then we'll really, really know. But they have all the ingredients to be a super team. Any any uh, trades or anything we should discuss that I that I missed. I think that was pretty thorough. That's pretty much it. I want to uh, wrap this up. Who who would you guys say around the room? Who comes away the biggest winner of this trade deadline and the the biggest bed dumper? Um, what, what what are your what are your thoughts? I don't know. That's such a. I, I don't like that question just because it's so, there's so many layers. To well, each it's thing. been asked. It's, like, <laughs> it's been asked. It's such a tough. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> That's just a. Lakers won. Solid. Yeah. Bucks had a nice win. I like the getting Crowder. Yeah. Getting another Bobby Porter's type. Uh huh. 
I don't know. How many winners can you have? <laughs> I, I would say Lakers, Dallas, biggest dub, maybe Phoenix. Um, Dallas dub, Suns dub. Uh, and I think the only... Uh, the loser is harder because a lot of these guys just sold off everything for picks, which you can't yeah, is technically making your team worse, but it's a, but I would say bed dumpers are the nets. That's, that's my takeaway. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? Do you Mike, hate this question I, as I'm, well? N- no, I'm just, uh, I, I'm, I'm ruminating back and back and forth on it in yeah. in a couple different ways. Um, I think that, in some ways, I was actually going to talk about the Nets being one of the winners. Oh, which nice! Which sounds okay. cr- crazy, but just in terms of like their organization, like maybe now they actually have the space to just purge whatever toxic bullshit was going <laughs> yes, on yes. in their organization to like just re, you know, just start over, start fresh, like. I, and just really reestablish like what culture they want to have there. Like sure. they need, they need like a bar rescue type of, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> thing to, to come in and just, and just fix their shit up. You know, they need a, they need a Deloitte to come, you know, just Gross. audit their shit and just, <laughs> you know, so in some ways that, that, that was the thought I was having. Um, I, I'm going to say as well as the, as well as the Lakers did, I want to say that the that the Suns actually won in terms of they obviously landed the biggest fish, but I also think there was a storyline that Skip was mentioning that I think I want to echo too, which is that here's a guy, an owner that comes in, buys the team, and then pushes all his chips to the center of the table. Yes, true. And that is, I I, I think it's a really gutsy move for a brand new owner. Um, and then to actually be able to get it done, yep. I don't know exactly how they were able to get it done, but to move all the pieces that way, make the deal come through, and then actually land Kevin Durant in a, in a Phoenix Suns uniform, totally. I think is a huge, huge, huge win, regardless of regardless of what happens. I mean, obviously, they need victories to stack sure. on top of that. <laughs> They're going to have to prove it but now. Like, Who, I, I think who's the, the Phoenix owner? trade who's, to me. Who's the new guy? Ishbia, uh, this guy like Ishbia. Okay, he um, after Sarver, he's like a embarrassed himself out of there. Um, it's yeah. high risk, high reward. You're totally right, and I think you either come out of this looking like you know a genius, a guy who who bet it all quick and then was rewarded, or Joe Sai, who who spent way too much money. <laughs> Tried to adopt a kind of clunky, I don't know, just like overpriced. You know what the uh, fuck he's doing? Spectacle, basically. And then watch the wheels I, fall off, and now is you know in hot water and looking like a goober as it all falls I, apart. I also think that there's something to seeing Kevin Durant go to Phoenix. That like it for whatever reason, it just never even crossed my mind that that would I be know, like I know, that, man. which is dumb because I know in the summer it was reported that that's actually somewhere that he wanted yeah. to be traded to. Yeah. So like it, it's not. In that way, it's not totally out of left field, but just for some reason, like it just wasn't a team that I was really seriously considering sure. seeing him with. And then I, I don't know. It was just something. So, like in some ways, that weird shock too. Kind of the same way of like Kyrie going to Dallas. Like I just yep. wasn't picturing him in a Mavericks no, uniform. I thought no. that was weird. Both of them are and jarring then, to, you know, to see. Which I don't know exactly why they're jarring, but they were jarring, and I think in some ways that makes the Suns. 
a win even stronger sure, for this. Sure, because it, uh, it feels a little out of left field. Deadline. Did yeah. you the Kyrie quote on Kevin Durant getting traded? Going, I'm just glad that he got out of there. <laughs> I, I love that these guys act like the ch- the thing they consciously chose. Choose your own coach. The thing choose that they your own built. Thing. Yes, just going like, man, I'm so glad we get out of there. It's like it's like buying a getting given a mansion. Uh, hang inviting all your friends to the mansion lighting it on fire and then watching it crumble from outside going like man i'm glad we got out of there. <laughs> yeah and then moving to another neighborhood and be like man you see who lit that piece of shit house on fire <laughs> it's like wait didn't you build that house yeah. unbelievable <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you're right it is it's constructing a mansion not just getting it <laughs> it's literally building it yourself um, and then sell as soon as you sell it being like God, I'm glad I got that off my hands. <laughs> what a what stupid, a trash what a asset stupid that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, All right, any any such like? Oh, go ahead. Just in a, a truly unmitigated disaster. I don't know yes. if there's anything been ever like this Nets team in the history of this league. Um, Move back to Jersey. They honestly, they don't deserve Brooklyn anymore. Like, like you tried it. No. You tried it so catastrophically. Yeah. Um, that let's just call it a, a failure and and, and, and move back and to the, across the water. Brooklynites don't deserve what Joe Joe no, Sai of and course company not. have, and they should be Knicks fans. Them. Honestly, um, what the hell are you doing? And they should be Knicks fans. I will say one stat to 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 cap it off is the final twenty four hours before the trade deadline saw sixteen trades completed Chaos. involving forty nine players, which is ten percent <laughs> of the league's population Holy of players. Shit. My God. And twenty five teams. Wow. Damn, what percent so of the sixteen teams trades, forty nine players, twenty five teams in twenty four hours. God damn. Five out of six. Of How teams, absurd is that? Is. Yeah, it's like that's yeah, truly wild. And if you're one of the five teams that didn't participate, what the hell are you doing? You left. What were you doing? You left money or <laughs> guys off the table. You left picks off the table. Wow. Uh, Get in there. Do something. I want to. I want to leave this this beautiful pod with a with a funny little butthurt quote uh, from Bill Barnwell. It says uh, KD lasted three days without another Hall of Famer on the roster before it was time to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it there, folks. Uh, we'll see you next time. Congrats, Chiefs. Congrats, Chiefs.